everybody welcome back to the you're too young to understand podcast i know it's been a very long time since i've uploaded an episode i've just been kind of trying to get my whole life together and i've just really been feeling like like whenever i talk i never am able to put out the words that like i'm really trying to think yeah it's just been very difficult to express what's going on in my head in like an articulate fashion because that like being articulate is something that's like very important to me and I understand that like a lot of people think it's problematic to be to call like a black person articulate but honestly like I do think I do a good job of putting words together and making it make sense and just kind of overall like conveying what's going on in my head and recently I haven't been doing a good job of that and I think it's I honestly think it's because like I haven't been reading books yeah I think it's because I just haven't been reading books I haven't been like consuming media of like like professional people speaking like I've just kind of been talking like normal instead of like academically I don't know I hope that makes sense but I just want to go ahead and get into the topics of this video so I literally just finished watching Black is King by Beyonce on Disney Plus you should go ahead and watch it because I think it's very important I don't know I just have a feeling like this is this is like a big moment in the within like the black community a big moment in the culture as well because we all know that like Beyonce has like contributed so much to black culture just in general like she's known everywhere so once again like she has put out this amazing film I have a lot of positive comments about it and I also have some um I guess negative ones as well so let's just get right into it I'm gonna start off with the positive ones as usual she did a very beautiful job of just conveying everything that she wanted to put into this film the scenery was amazing the people were beautiful the outfits the hair the makeup the just like literally everything was just so pretty and it just it it all really just fit each other and I like that um it wasn't centered around like western western beauty standards you know it was just very afrocentric which i really do appreciate and i've noticed that like beyonce has been kind of moving toward um like afrocentric music afrocentric you know just like language afrocentric um just like yeah her whole like her whole brand is just becoming a whole lot more afrocentric and I've been seeing some people um, make some commentary on that as well. And some of it I do agree with like, how do I explain this? So, I mean, as you all may know, especially if you are a black person, um, the different people of the black diaspora haven't been getting along with each other um, until pretty recently. Like, especially when I'm thinking of like, I'm pretty sure I probably mentioned this a lot, but people of African ancestry that are the descendants of enslaved people, um, here in America, I'm just gonna call us black Americans Although that term is kind of like I don't want to say like the term is dated, but it doesn't accurately Describe, you know the people that I'm trying to so I'm gonna say when I say black American I'm gonna I'm referring to um, Descendants of enslaved people. So I am a quote-unquote black American even though I don't like associating myself with America at all because 
like I said, I'm the descendant of enslaved people. My ancestors were forcibly brought to this country and their bodies were used as currency. Their bodies were disposable. They were not seen as human beings. They were not definitely not seen as Americans. And so it feels wrong of me to go ahead and claim the term American when my people have literally never been considered American by white people. And those white people are the same people that created the label American as well. So it's weird to me to kind of claim that as my own. But for lack of a better word, I'm just going to say black American. All right. So there has been a whole bunch of conflict between black Americans. And then you got like African people like from the continent of Africa, especially West Africa and East Africa. I know that in Minnesota, there are a lot of East African people from Somalia and Ethiopia. And then um, there's also some a little bit of conflict between um, Caribbean black people as well. And their situation is very similar to the black Americans in that their ancestors were also forcibly brought to the Caribbean as enslaved people, but they were able to kind of keep their culture a little bit more. Yeah, like Caribbean, Caribbean black people were able to keep their culture a little bit more than um, my ancestors were. Like we were totally stripped of almost everything. We have very little... Um, knowledge of our roots compared to caribbean people regardless we were both enslaved we both have gone through a whole lot of trauma and then you also there's also black people in central and south america as well and they were also able to kind of keep their culture as well so black people are literally everywhere especially in america when you know we're america seen as like this great big melting pot of cultures and it's very interesting to see how different people of the African diaspora interact with each other. And because like we see ourselves as totally different, like black Americans see themselves as totally different from African people, but to white people, we are all the same. We are all black. And so race in America works so interestingly because like race, we sh I mean, I hope y'all know by now that race is a, is a social construct. And so what really matters to me is ethnicity. But as a black American whose ancestors were enslaved, I don't have an ethnicity. I've done an ancestry DNA test and it came back. I'm not even, y'all, like I'm not even half Nigerian. I'm like 44% Nigerian. And even that's not even completely accurate. And then, okay, so I'm less than half Nigerian which tribe in nigeria do i belong to there's so many of them like it's it, it literally doesn't even help at all to know like where i'm from 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 you know i don't know where i'm from 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 compared to african people who do know where they're from and what their culture is and what their history is but i guess like the challenge with that is that when you come to america a lot of black people do feel the need to assimilate so i i have like african friends where they don't know about their ethnicity that much they don't they know like the name of it but they don't they don't know how to speak the language fluently they don't know about the traditions because their parents want them to assimilate to white american culture as much as possible which is very sad to me what i've been trying to say so far is just like there have been a lot of conflicts because white people see us all as black but then we're like no we're all different and then like i'm just gonna use like an example like my granny 
being a black American, she does not like East African people. And it's like so stupid to me because it's just like, well, similar, we're similar in more ways than we are different, but she just thinks like they're very rude and this, that, and the third, just all these negative ass stereotypes that were created by who? White people. And that's very weird to me when black people participate in enforcing negative stereotypes and enforcing you know just negative beliefs about other black people that were literally created by white people and what's coming to my my mind at first is um like being homophobic and being transphobic because homophobia whenever i say homophobia then like homophobic black people will be like i'm not scared of gay people and it's like that's not what that means it just means like you have a extreme disdain uh, an extreme dislike for gay people for literally no reason other than the fact that they are gay and who do you think taught y'all to hate gay and trans people? You guessed it, white people. That's white supremacy. Because in Africa, before colonialism, people of the LGBTQ plus community and people people that were trans were highly respected, highly regarded. I posted um, some posts on my Instagram, on my personal Instagram, where you can look a little bit deeper into that. And it's just very interesting to me to know that like before white people ruined everything, like people like me were loved and accepted. And I, that shit just baffles my mind so much. And I just end up doing a whole lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. You know, what if white people never, never did what they did to Africa where would we be now but at the end of the day I guess I'll kind of go back to black as kings I just did my little spiel about um African diaspora and how like how how much of a fucking mess we are but black as king I think kind of united us I saw a whole bunch of different cultures I saw black American cultures merging with um West African cultures as well as um like southeastern where where I, I think the Lion King takes place like in Kenya or Tanzania. I may be wrong, but kind of like that part of Africa, which is, you know, completely different. Hey, um, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I just think it's very funny when like black people, like the descendants of enslaved people try to like act like we're from Egypt when Egypt is in North Africa. There is a debate on if Egyptians are black or not. Personally, I wouldn't say they're black. I would say that they're Arab because of the language. They speak Arabic and Egypt is a part of like the Arab um, Union or whatever. They speak Arabic there, girls. So you can claim Nefertiti and Cleopatra all you want, but them niggas were not black. Sorry. It's okay though. It's okay to not, <laughs> it's okay to not associate yourself with royalty, which is kind of the point I wanted to make with black is king. Right, I said I was gonna talk about the positives first. I said, yep, I did. I was talking about the positives first. Excuse me, y'all, I'm all over the place, but it's okay. Yes, with Black is King, she did a very beautiful job of, you know, just the scenery, the clothes, the culture, the languages that were going on, and the music. Ugh, I just loved, I loved every song, just about every song. Honestly, I liked the songs where Beyonce wasn't on them as much. I preferred the ones that had Mr. Easy on them and Burna Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really liked them. Yes, I really, I did enjoy this. And I can tell that, you know, this is a movie that a lot of black kids are gonna grow up on, similar to something like, like, Crooklyn. Oh, ooh. I don't know if it would be up there. Let me think. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe Black is King, I wouldn't equate it to something like Crooklyn or like another classic black movie um but you know I definitely do think it is important for young black children to see the beauty that black people can hold 
because I grew up without that. I didn't grow up with the song called Brown Skin Girl. Like I did not grow up like that. So I had a lot of self-hate and it didn't, it took me, I think until my middle school years where I was just like, yeah, let me go ahead and stop self-hating and go ahead and unlearn all the shit that white people taught me. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, y'all, I'm all over the place, but I wanted to go back to when I was talking about Beyonce um, changing everything about her to be more Afrocentric. And again, I don't know if it's because like she's just genuinely um, reclaiming, you know, her African roots because she's like more proud of it, or is she just trying to capitalize off of it? I mean, either way, she's she's probably doing both at the same time because Beyonce is very, very rich. She is a black capitalist who is profiting off of people's culture that she necessarily isn't really from. Like she talks about all the time, like she has Creole ancestry, right? So um, African and then like French and all of that mixed together. And she's out here showing cultures that real people like real african people live that every single day and i don't know if they're getting the money that they deserve and that that sucks but i have i don't know i don't even know what to think like this kind of is getting into the negative parts of the movie or i guess of this whole situation is like are the people the, the people's culture that you're profiting off of are they seeing the benefits like are they seeing the benefits or are you using them to make all this money like what's really going on and i know i have a feeling that beyonce is paying them well but it's not enough for me sorry and i'm not saying i'm expecting her to dismantle like u.s imperialism and dismantle capitalism i'm not asking her to do that i'm just asking her to distribute her wealth a whole lot more and be more transparent with it because i mean i don't know what's going on in her life so i just end up kind of assuming you know that she might not be doing what she should be doing so that's kind of my op my opinion on black is king from the capitalism side of it you know i just feel really bad about the fact that all these beautiful cultures are being sh showcased in the movie and i don't know if the people you know are really getting what they deserve and then one more thing um before i start to close out is i feel like the term but ever since like black americans have started to become more proud of their roots right so i mean i've been seeing a whole lot on like twitter and a lot more conversations happening but um between people of the african diaspora talking about oh like 10 years ago i was called african booty scratcher and black americans just were really really um mean to people of african ancestry from for just like literally existing and then 10 years later all of a sudden like everybody or a lot of black americans are all of a sudden proud of their heritage and i mean i'm speaking from a black american's experience from my perspective as a black american i as a child like i was ashamed of me being associated with like african people be, it was embarrassing to me because in school all I learned was my history was just I was my ancestors were slaves they were slaves and they were obedient to their masters and they were complicit and um all of a sudden like they were like hey guys can you guys be nicer to us and then Martin Luther King came along and then Rosa Parks did too and then now we're now we're here like that's what I was taught and that's what white supremacy does White supremacy did 
a very successful job at making black people ashamed of their heritage, ashamed of their history and their culture, it accomplished that goal. And so with the people that are descendants of enslaved people to take the time to unlearn that, I think is very, it's revolutionary. And I don't know what type of apology that black Americans can give to African people to make them forgive us, but I just wish that like more people understood that it was more than just like name calling. Like it was so much, it's so much deeper than that. Like, why do you think people use those words? Like it's because of white supremacy teaching us Africa is bad and poor and all this, that, and the third. And so for us 10 years later to go back and be like, hey, the type of shit that I did and the type of shit that I would say to African people was horrible. Let me go ahead and show honor to their culture because I'm from there too. It's revolutionary. And so um, I don't wanna be like, oh, stop, stop hanging on to the past because I think it is very important for this type of shit to be recorded and like to, so that people know like, yeah, this type of shit did happen and now it doesn't happen anymore. And that's very, very, very good. Does that make sense? People change. Keep in mind, 10 years ago, I was six years old participating in that type of shit. And now I'm 16 and I'm completely different. You know, change is good. And so, like, I'm really proud of, like, the way that, um, you know, we've just kind of, like, flipped our perspectives on Africa as a continent and understanding that, like, there's so many countries, so many different cultures and ethnicities and tribes and languages and traditions that we should honor. And at the same time, like, I want people to understand that, especially those that are descendants of enslaved people is, oh my god, how do I say this without, like, sounding mean? Okay. I understand what Beyonce was saying when she said that black is king. Black is royal. We should treat each other like royalty. Because, I mean, honestly, like, we are just, like, so amazing in every single aspect from the way that we interact with each other. Our, our resilience through these past couple centuries, like, we are royalty. But at the same time, like, we don't have to be royal in order to be respected. And this definitely does contribute to respectability politics because I just feel like my ancestors that were stolen from Africa were not kings and queens. Like they were regular people living in regular ass villages, living in regular ass cities, like, and they were stolen from their home and they were brought here. They were not, they probably were not kings and queens, but that doesn't make me any less deserving of respect. Black people do not have to be kings and queens and royalty in order to be respected. Does that make sense? Like, and I feel like movies like these and just all of the art and shit that like gets put out of like black women and men, like with crowns on their heads and whatnot, it's starting to make people feel like, oh, well, we have to be the best of the best. Like, we have to be leaders and all of this, that, and the third in order to be respected. No, you can be regular. You can, it's okay to be regular. It's okay to be mediocre. It's okay to be below average. That shit should never take away from, from the amount that people should respect you. Like, it should always be given. It should always be given. Even just from the shit that, like, the, the fact that I'm here today and my ancestors made it here, that shit should give me all of the respect in the world because that shit was hard. I was just thinking about this earlier. It's just like, damn, like my ancestors really endured centuries of this shit. Like it wasn't like four to eight years, like a presidential um, term. They lived and died without seeing anything change.
when it comes to slavery. That shit is so crazy to me. And I'm just like so proud that they made it through. And so I honor them in, in any way that I can by, you know, demanding that respect is given to me because they worked so fucking hard. I'm not about to sit here and let people disrespect me because they went through too much shit for that to happen. Sorry. So yeah, that is my critique of it. I think if we keep pushing this expectation for black people to be, or not expectation, if we keep pushing this assumption that black is synonymous with king and queen, um, I think it can be harmful for people that maybe just don't see themselves as that. But regardless, every every black person that I see is instant connection, especially if you live in Minnesota. I, I will always treat my black people with respect unless they prove to me why they shouldn't be. So if you're homophobic or transphobic, girl, yeah, sorry. You don't have my respect no more. So those are my two cents on this whole Blackest King film. Y'all should definitely go watch it if you can. If you have a Disney Plus account, you can also just do like a little free trial, girl, and go ahead and watch it, and then after that, cancel it. I just wanted to go ahead and record this because I just had so much on my mind, and I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. So let me go ahead and start editing this and release it, cause it's gonna be a really long time. <laughs> I've been talking for so long, but I hope you all enjoyed this episode and enjoyed what I had to say. If you have any questions or comments, that you'd like to ask me you can shoot me a dm on my instagram which is black girl understands or even on the anchor app i'm pretty sure you can like leave a voice message i don't know how that works but if you listen to me on the anchor app versus spotify or something like that then you can um, do that thanks so much for listening to this whole thing i'm pretty sure it's pretty long i appreciate you all so much because i don't have many talents and talking is one thing that I really do enjoy and I know that people like to hear me talk as well so just thank you so much for making it through this whole thing and stay tuned for the next episode